Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from 1 Thessalonians. Yeah, chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, it says, For yourselves, brethren, know our entrance in unto you, that it was not in vain. But even after that we had suffered before, and were shamefully entreated, as you know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention. For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor in guile, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. For neither at any time used we flattering words, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness. When something is vain, it produces no results, or it is useless, or is marked by futility or ineffectualness. And when the Apostle Paul was preaching the gospel, it was not in vain. Even though there were numerous struggles that he had to endure as he preached, it didn't prevent him from doing what God had called him to do. The apostles continued to preach God's word boldly, even when they met strong resistance. The word, word bold is defined as somebody who is capable of showing an ability to take risks and are confident and courageous. And as an example, you think about the struggle between David and Goliath. David fought with Goliath boldly, completely trusting in the Lord to deliver Goliath into his hands. Being bold is being willing to meet danger or take risks and not hesitating or being fearful in the face of actual or possible danger. There are numerous examples in Scripture of men of God who preached in this manner. Let's take a look at a few here. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And yet in Acts 4, verse 29, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Acts 4, verse 31, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. Look at Acts chapter 9, verse 27. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Acts 19, verse 8. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 20. For when I, for which I am an, an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Philippians chapter 1, verse 14 says, And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So once again, even in spite of great difficulties, the Apostle Paul continued to preach God's word, even when he was surrounded by contentious people. Contention is a heated disagreement or a struggle in opposition. It's a disagreement that results in opposing arguments and a difference of opinion. Paul met people like this on numerous occasions. Uh, if you take a look at 2 Timothy chapter 4, at verse 14, it says, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. 
of whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. When it comes to preaching, one must remember that it's the word of God that fights the battle for us. It is the greatest weapon that one can possess in their inventory, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It is the sword of God's truth. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Luke 21 verse 15 says, For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. So back at our main study passage, it continues, For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor in guile, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. Now, the word gospel means the truth. Uh, the things that the apostle was preaching were true, even though many may have claimed otherwise. Resistance happens because of opposing opinions on a certain topic. Please remember that Paul was not a people pleaser. He wanted to please God. And when you please others, it means to cause them to feel happy and satisfied with you and with the information that you present them. It's making them feel glad and contented. Some people are going to fall away from the Christian faith because they can't endure persecution. They want everybody to be happy, which is not going to be, uh, not going to be the result when you preach God's truth. Mark 4, verse 17, it says, And have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. The Christian life is about a change and conversion from the error of our wrong beliefs to the truth that is found in Christ's word. It's about turning from the old man uh, from the past and becoming a new man in Christ. In order to help others to do this, you have to tell people what they need to hear rather than what they want to hear. The Apostle Paul wasn't so concerned about the negative response that he got from people as he uh he, um, he was concerned that he had told them the truth in the gospel. This is so that they could be in heaven someday. He cared about their salvation greatly, but one thing that he wouldn't do was flatter them. And when you flatter somebody, it means to give them excessive or insincere praise, especially to further one's own interests. Paul wanted to further the interests of the truth, not his own. Flattery is a high school, uh, high school son telling their dad how wonderful and how great he is. But you're only doing it with the hidden motive of getting to use the car on the weekend. So when something is insincere, it's really not expressing genuine feelings that come from the heart. It's pretending to feel something that you do not actually feel or not meaning what you say. So the apostles preached God's word in spite of opposition, fighting boldly with the sword of God, his holy word. 
It truly is God's weapon. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.